May 18th, 2018 edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review. A reconfiguration of the last 168 hours of history with a dog. This is KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Caspar. Yeah. And as always, America's favorite public relations nightmare, <laughs> Muller, the fake news dog. <laughs> wow, Muller. He's uh, in good spirits. Yes, today. he is. Coming yes. up, jobs in China. Well, okay. Flight goggles. <laughs> the not-so-summit. Yeah. <laughs> DeVos DeVry. And more. But first, do you think Mahler is cute, Mike? Yeah, yeah I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's, he's also adorable. That's awfully nice of you to say. Yeah. Oh, Researchers found that dogs' attractiveness to you peaks at about eight weeks old. The dog's age, not your age. <laughs> You're eight weeks old. Do you think everything's cute or horrible? I don't know. That's the same age for the dog when the puppy's mother weans him and leaves him to fend for himself. <laughs> That's right, Molly. That means Some painful that a dog's cuteness yes. at eight weeks may be because they're trying to attract people. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I'm... Maybe. I've always found him to be a tad independent, but okay, yes. Or not. Or not. Researchers report that NASA's Galileo-Jupiter probe that orbited Jupiter from 1995 to 2003 saw a water plume on Jupiter's moon Europa during a flyby, which means that Europa probably has a huge subterranean ocean buried beneath six miles of icy crust. Wow. An ocean with more water than all the oceans of Earth combined. Wow. Yeah. The plumes suggest that Jupiter is heating up water in the interior of its moon, increasing the possibility of microbial life on Europa. Uh. Which, by the way, is the epitome of feminine beauty on Earth. Europa. Oh, yes. The god. That, the god of Europa, yeah. 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 She hooked up with Zeus. Yeah. He liked her a lot. Yeah. He saw her playing down at the beach. The Catalan Parliament elected a pro-independence member of Parliament as president seven months after Spain took direct control of Catalonia following its independence referendum. Kim Tora will now succeed former Catalonian President Carles Puigdemont, who is in exile mm. in Berlin, where he awaits a German court's decision on whether to extradite him to Spain on charges of rebellion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that just sounds bogus to me. Yeah, that whole situation yeah. with Catalonia. I'm not sure exactly how I should feel because right. I do believe there's a strong independent movement yeah. among the Catalonian people who want to break away. However, yeah. I do think that there has been a heavy Russian hand involved in facilitating yeah. that. Yeah, I think break. it's the same not that there's a Russian hand, but there may be with California. It's kind of the way to look at it. Mm -hmm. Catalonia is kind of, you know, a little bit different right. than the rest of Spain. Right. They're a little bit more upwardly mobile. Not all, but they can be compared to our uh, succession movement. In Colombia, a new study accuses the Colombian military of executing up to 10,000 civilians and then claiming they were rebels. The practice known as false positives was used between 2002 and 2010 
to boost the army's kill statistics because oh you want to kill a lot of people uh, if you're kill, an army kill. in the war against FARC rebels and to justify U.S. military funding for the Colombian army. Mm -hmm. One of the study's authors said boys with disabilities were specifically targeted. That's oh, not my good. God. In the Democratic Republic of Congo, officials from the World Health Organization distributed 4,000 doses of an experimental vaccine against Ebola after a new outbreak of the deadly virus killed 23 people. Cases have been reported in the city mm. of Mbendaka. Wow. So it's in the city now. Yeah. And that's not just some rural right. disease right now. Right. It's in a population center. And I don't say that to be a feat. I say that just to say there's more people there's clustered together. That will there's come in airports contact. that that's, come that's in and right. out of the city. More vulnerable people. Yeah, it's yeah. a transportation center, yeah. which means it can easily get out of the country yeah. now. And meanwhile, our administration, Trump, is cutting funding to control diseases in the rest of the world. Wow. An Ebola outbreak in West Africa in 2014 killed more than 11,000. In Mexico, in the southern state of Tabasco, radio journalist Juan Carlos Huerta was shot dead. He's the fourth Mexican journalist killed so far this year, and his assassination came on the first anniversary of the killing of acclaimed Mexican journalist Javier Valdez. Remember way back in March... Let's see, March, March. Trump slapped a 25% tariff on steel imports. Yeah. And a 10% tariff on foreign aluminum. Yeah. But then he gave EU countries a temporary exemption yeah. until the end of May, which is now. Yeah. Well, now that Trump truncated the Iran nuclear deal, he's threatening to impose sanctions on European countries that do business with Iran. Because the Europeans have said they're going to stay in the agreement with Iran. Yeah, of course. Yes. And they should. And they should. And we're idiots for pulling out That's of it. Exactly now right. we have no control except so. the bluster. It's one thing for us to go it alone in pulling out of this deal. It's another now to start punishing our most reliable allies. Yeah. He continues to do that. Yeah. He continues to denigrate NATO. These are vital alliances that we have around the world. And then he unimposes sanctions that the Congress voted for against Russia. French President Emmanuel Macron and German Chancellor Angela Merkel told Trump to dump his new policy if he expects to negotiate better trade deals with Europe. Yeah. Meanwhile, Trump's promise of more jobs may come true in China. Oh, yeah. Trump says he's working to prevent the collapse of the Chinese electronics company ZTE, which admitted to violating U.S. sanctions by shipping U.S. technology to Iran and North Korea. Yeah. Trump banned American companies from selling technologies to ZTE last month, causing the company to announce it would suspend operations. But last Sunday, Dr. Einstein, you know, Trump, <laughs> he tweeted, President Xi of China and I are working together to give massive Chinese phone company ZTE a way to get back into business fast. <laughs> Too many jobs in China lost. Commerce Department has been instructed to get it done. And this is the company whose phones are now banned from U.S. military and security operations because they're considered to be wide open yeah. for abuse, for essentially becoming devices in which the Chinese yeah. could use to spy on us. Yeah. So, so China's offering us concessions, but what are we giving them? Right. 
A Chinese delegation is currently in Washington meeting with top Trump administration officials hoping to bring down escalating tensions that threaten to start a trade war and damage the world's two largest economies. Will that be successful? Dr. Einstein tweeted. I tend to doubt it. So he's doubting his own success, I guess. I don't know what's wrong with this person. Then Dr. Einstein told reporters, China has become very spoiled. The European Union has become very spoiled. Other countries have become very spoiled. I have become very spoiled because they always get 100% of whatever they wanted from the US, but we can't allow that to happen anymore, except for China. Maybe. And Russia. Russia is good. <laughs> this is coming from a guy who, by all accounts, anyone who's dealt with him has really no grasp of the intricacies, the minutia of yeah. any policies that he's asked to weigh in on. And yet he talks about this with this 100% certainty. Yeah. He's, he is nuts. We'll have success like you've never seen. <laughs> we'll be bringing jobs back to... China! Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah I know, Mahler. I know. This is just... I, he doesn't buy it either. I know. Oh, jeez. At the opening of the new controversial apocalyptic U.S. embassy in Jerusalem, Trump's son-in-law and not much else representing the United <laughs> States, Jared Kushner, said, Peace is within reach. Meanwhile, in Gaza, 50 miles away, the Israeli military killed at least 63 Palestinians in Gaza yeah. and wounded 2,700 more for protesting the U.S. embassy opening and the Israeli occupation. Hospitals struggled to deal with the thousands of patients who were wounded. The U.S. refused to criticize Israel after the massacre. At the U.N., U.S. Ambassador Nikki Haley blocked a call for an international investigation into Israel's actions. She repeatedly blamed the violence on Hamas while praising Israel for showing restraint. This is unbelievable. So much restraint, in fact, that Israeli warplanes launched at least six airstrikes in the Gaza Strip in what Israel's military said were attacks on Hamas targets. By the way, these were nonviolent protests. These were peaceful, nonviolent, and very much well, in the... some of them were throwing stones. You can't... Oh, okay. But they were throwing stones. Right. I am 100% against throwing stones. Do not misconstrue what I'm about to say. That is always the contrast. You see a military officer in full regalia with tanks around him, high-powered rifles and everything else, and the people on the other side are throwing rocks. I think we don't need to know a whole lot more about the dynamic involved in this situation, in this relationship. News from bombing countries is brought to you by the military industrial complex. Where killing is not just an idea, it's evil. <laughs> in Indonesia, at least seven people were killed in a string of suicide bomb attacks targeting churches. ISIS claimed responsibility for the attacks, which police say were carried out by one family, yeah. a couple and their four children. Yeah. In Afghanistan, at least eight civilians were killed and 42 more were wounded in an attack on a government building. ISIS claimed responsibility. This comes as Taliban militants have killed more than 100 Afghan soldiers and police officers over the last week alone. Mm -hmm. Iraqi forces captured five senior Islamic State leaders at the culmination of a three-month operation, Iraqi officials said. The arrests were part of a sting carried out by Iraq and 
U.S. intelligence. Among those captured was Saddam Omar Hussein, who had previously been reported killed. Oh, well, yeah. there you go. How'd that happen? Yeah. The Iraqi election was just held a couple of days ago, and cleric uh, Muqtada al-Sadr is currently winning the race. Yeah. He had his own army, his sort of militia in, in Iraq at the beginning of the war that we started in 2002. He has a strong ally, was supported by Iran. It looks like he might win that election, and that's huge. And that might be the pretext for a a war against uh, Iran, just based on that. In the East African nation of Burundi, at least 26 people were killed in an attack on a small village in the northwest part of the country. No group has claimed responsibility. It came only days before this week's controversial referendum over whether to allow President Pierre and Kurenziza to stay in power until 2034. Mm-hmm. That's a long time. Yes. What's up 2034. With that? Yeah, come on. I'm not going to even be alive in 2034. What's 16 up with that? 16 years from now, he'll still be in power. Yeah. Wow. Well, he'll be dead. <laughs> yeah. I could say that about John McCain, I guess. I could say that about me. Yeah, and well, what's the deal with that anyway? I don't get that big upset about saying he's going to die. What's the problem with that? Sounds like Jewish humor to me. Well, I should live so long. <laughs> I think in the context of how the Trump administration has denigrated. Yeah, but this McCain. was a closed meeting. I have said that about. I've been you said it about me. Political. You're hoping yeah, I'll die. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. plenty so, of political meetings. Yeah, Even just yeah. regular family discussions. Yeah. You're going to say that. Yeah. Pick out the important stuff to run headlines about. Not yeah. that. Anyway. Yeah. North Korea. Yeah. That's important stuff. Yes, they canceled high-level talks with South Korea in protest of joint U.S.-South Korea military drills being staged on the peninsula. Yeah, this has been maybe their primary sticking point for years, is that yeah. the U.S. and the Koreans hold these live-fire, real-life drills, war plans, and they fly right around Korea on a regular basis. Look at me! Yeah, and if the point is to achieve some level of stability, this isn't probably a very good idea. What if Korea was flying out over our coast here in California? Think we'd feel secure? By the way, this is as much about China as it is about Korea. We don't miss any opportunity to demonstrate that we have the capacity to wage war in any place in the world, and this is an example of that. South Korea happens to be the staging area, but this is about our ability to project power around the world as well. The cancellation of the high-level talks may screw the pooch on a proposed summit between Trump and North Korean leader Kim Jong-un. The North Korean state news agency called the drills deliberate military provocation. North Korean leader Kim Jong-un said he won't be pushed to abandon his nukes, even though he said he would be a couple weeks ago. He's kind of like Trump. He don't know what. He's unpredictable. He also called South Korea incompetent and criticized Trump's national security advisor, John the Walrus Bolton, (laughs) for saying North Korea could follow the so-called Libyan model for nuclear abandonment, which didn't turn out so well for Libya's counterpart to Kim, Muammar Gaddafi. Right. Seven years after surrendering his nuclear program, Gaddafi was overthrown and stabbed in the anus with a knife. (laughs) Yeah, that's not good. That would not, never. Yeah, he died. 
There's never a good time when that can, yeah. yeah, for that. So Dr. Einstein, yeah, Trump, he said <laughs> the Libyan model isn't a model that we have at all when we're thinking of North Korea. Oh no, Kim would be running his country. His country would be very rich. This would be really a South Korean model in terms of their industry. They're hardworking, incredible people. What's what is that? I don't know. The Libyan model was Gaddafi had just the barest of a, a program. He had yeah. no real sophistication. It wasn't going to happen. And we killed that in the crib, basically, yeah. his program. Now, the North Koreans are a completely different animal. They have, in fact, intercontinental ballistic missiles, maybe nuclear-tipped. Plus, Bolton and Trump are kind of contradicting one another yeah. in public. Once again, governments around the world take notice of this. They, they, uh, they won't trust us in the no, future. They, why should they? I don't trust us anymore. Meanwhile, the cost of war project at Brown University's Watson Institute estimated that U.S. taxpayers will have spent $5.6 trillion on the war on terror at September 12, 2001 through fiscal year 2018. On average, that's at least $23,000 per taxpayer. If this news outrages you, and it should, May I recommend a donation to KUCI-FM right now during our fun drive to lift your spirits? You may not be less outraged, but you'll feel better about yourself. That's right. Just go to KUCI.org. Your generous donation is how we stay on air. Mm-hmm. All sorts of ways to do it. We're giving away premiums right now, T-shirts, 949 949-824-5824, 949-824-5824. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. Visit us at facebook.com slash KUCI 88.9. On our Tumblr blog at KUCIRadio.tumblr.com. Mm-hmm. On Twitter at KUCI FM. Stream us live on iTunes. Go to Internet College University. Mm-hmm. KUCI 88.9 FM. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah Mahler. KUCI 88. Point nine, Point nine. FM. FM. 949-824-5824. Yeah, that's right. That's right, Mom. Now it's time it is. for Drones in the News. <laughs> Brought to you by Mother's Drone Club and people like you, Jeremy. Thanks for filling in yeah, this morning. Yeah, thank you, Nice Jeremy. seeing him. Yeah. Had a great show. Yeah. The U.S. Department of Homeland Security wants new legal authority to seize and control and destroy drones deemed threatening. In response, a bipartisan group of senators introduced legislation to give the Department of Homeland Security and the Justice Department the authority to protect buildings and assets. What the hell does that mean? I don't know. When there is an unacceptable security risk to public safety posed by an unmanned aircraft. Okay. I guess so, but there's a lot of different departments and agencies now that want that. And what that's going to do is give them more funding. That's right. They all have their own little drone corps. That's right. And what are they going to do with it? Shouldn't that be a function of maybe the police or the National Guard? Or the FAA or... This is where I agree with people who say government does not know how to deal with stuff. When you get an economic interest, which is going to be very strong pretty soon with drones, so it's going to be a lot of companies building a lot of these things, and you try to manage it, inevitably it's called industry capture. Industry will move into the regulation of drones and will be pouring money hand over fist to no good end. 
MIT engineers developed a new virtual reality training system for drones, a virtual environment of obstacles for drones flying in an empty physical space. Yeah. So they can think for themselves now to avoid targets. Mm -hmm. The system, which the team has dubbed Flight Goggles. Yeah, we like that, <laughs> don't we, Mahler? Flight Goggles. You like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do too. Could reduce the number of crashes the drones experience in current training sessions. Oh. And now, here's a heartwarming story of a drone and a dog. That's right, Holler. <laughs> a drone and a dog. Okay. Two hikers and their incapacitated dog became stranded along a wooded trail in New Mexico. That's right, Molly. In New Mexico. They're stranded out there in New Mexico. A rescue crew had about two hours of daylight left uh -huh. were searching for them. Wow. And they were having a difficult time, the rescue crew, finding their own way back to the camp because they were out in crazy territory. Yeah. So a paramedic on the team launched his drone looking for a way out mm. for the rescue crew. Oh, okay. In its search for the rescuers camp, the drone just by chance spotted the lost hikers and their pooch. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a yeah. really heartwarming story, yeah, yeah. isn't it, Mahler? That yeah, is yeah, so yeah, good. Yeah, I'll yeah, say. Yeah, wow. Yeah. yeah. Now, everyone is safe and sound. Yeah, that's it. That's right. Safe and sound, Mahler. Oh, we're yeah. not. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, we're not. Yeah, we're yeah. Not Here at home. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Trump's nominee for CIA director, Gina Haspel, was confirmed after Haspel came out saying that the CIA should never have undertaken its post 9-11 torture program. Oh, no. Oh, we no. were bad. We were but fun. at her confirmation last week, she repeatedly refused to call CIA's post 9-11 treatment of prisoners torture. So they shouldn't have undertaken the program, <sighs> but it wasn't torture. And the key thing in that hearing was when Kamala Harris said, is torture immoral? And Haspel ducked the question, didn't huh. answer it. That should immediately disqualify her. You cannot tell me there was somebody else who was at least as qualified as Gina Haspel to become director of the CIA. She was responsible for running a secret CIA black site in Thailand in 2002, where at least one prisoner was tortured on her watch. She also oversaw the destruction of videotapes showing That's torture right. at her black site. I, I want to call out the six Democratic senators who voted for her. Yeah. She would not have passed had it not been for the support of Go these ahead. six Democratic senators. Indiana's Joe Donnelly, North Dakota's Heidi Heidkamp, uh, West Virginia's Joe Manchin, Florida's Bill Nelson, New Hampshire's Gene Shaheen, and Virginia Senator Mark Warner. These six Democratic, yes, that's right, Mahler, should not have voted for her. Yeah. The Senate voted narrowly to reverse the FCC's repeal of net neutrality rules. The Senate bill would reinstate rules that prevent internet service providers from screwing us over. <laughs> no, like well, stopping or slowing down the delivery of websites and charging extra fees for streaming video. All Democrats voted for net neutrality. As much as I was, I'm pissed at them for what they did on Haspel. Yeah. Thumbs up for this. Great going. Yeah. I think they were reacting to an overwhelming popular support for net neutrality as, yeah. as much as anything. Absolutely. There's like 80% of the public oh, yeah. is in favor of yeah. net neutrality. It's only this people yeah. like AT&T, right. your cable companies. Right. Those are the only people in this whole chain right. 
that are in favor of it. People like Netflix are against it, right. pretty much. They right. haven't announced, I think, yet on but, this particular but you're right. bill. But it's also the people who generally provide us with our news, yeah. like Comcast, like Fox, like all these people who are interested in essentially dictating who gets to see yeah. what, when, where, and how, and how much. And they often have affiliations with the cable companies, uh, yes. too. It's tremendous amount of yeah. power. The 52-47 vote, mostly along party lines, sets up a battle in the Republican-controlled House. Mm -hmm. John Kelly, the current White House Chief of Staff, said children separated from their parents by U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement will be taken care of by being put into foster care or whatever. That's what he said, or whatever. It seems whatever won. The Trump administration is now looking into plans to hold immigrant children on military bases after they are caught crossing the U.S.-Mexico border. Meanwhile, Trump lashed out again at undocumented immigrants, telling reporter, these aren't people, these are animals. Trump later said he was referring to MS-13, the Salvadoran gang. But then again, what? You're going to classify people by whether they have tattoos again i'll say i'm not a fan of ms or m13 or whatever they're called yeah. i'm obviously but at the same MP3, time on, on the, yeah <laughs> but at the same time on the campaign he called mexicans murderers and rapists <laughs> he's talking to this base these are racist <laughs> people Uh, Trump's comment came as newly revealed documents show his administration sought negative information about Haitian immigrants ahead of its decision to end temporary protected status for nearly 60,000 Haitians, including many who came to the U.S. after the devastating 2010 earthquake. Several senior officials at the Departments of State and Homeland Security resigned after Trump ignored advice from his own diplomatic experts and canceled TPS for tens of thousands of Honduran immigrants. We have people who are coming from Honduras and El Salvador and Guatemala who are trying to escape the pervasive violence of M13. The Trump administration eliminated NASA's carbon monitoring system, which measures the carbon dioxide and methane levels in the atmosphere. Oh, good. The cancellation of the program is the latest effort by the Trump administration to stop scientific research on climate change. Yeah, Yeah, Mahler, ain't good. Yeah. They all get their science from the Bible. Pots screw it. You know him, right? (laughs) Yes, I do. Are you going to say something? No, I I don't know if you're going to get to this, that Congressman Potts. So, oh, the guy that said that rocks falling into the, yeah, the ocean are the causing... Reason, the reason okay. for, for, for the ocean <laughs> ocean levels going up is because of erosion and rocks falling. Well, and I he, imagine it does go up well, a little bit. No, it's on I, the shore. I understand. I'm not yeah. denying yeah. that a boulder falling into the ocean has some impact on the levels of it. Does but he it, have any idea how much ice is melting? They're no, blithering just, idiots it, it, running, I running the I hope to God he doesn't actually believe it. Uh, Pot screw it. Pot, yes. Or Scott Pruitt. Yes. His Environmental Protection Agency and the White House tried to block publication of a federal health study on a national water contamination crisis after one Trump administration aide said it would cause a public relations nightmare. (laughs) That's right, Mahler. Oh, this is a big story. You're right. And he's right. Teflon, right? Yeah, Yeah. The U.S. Department of Health and Human Services study, which is unpublished, shows that chemicals PFOA and PFOS, which are used in Teflon and firefighting foam, endanger human health at a far lower level. 
In other the, words, yeah, the right. measurement level right. than the EPA has previously called safe. Yeah. So we have to adjust what we can use out there, yeah. which isn't a bad thing, but it's going to cut off somebody's profits. And this administration, again, it's smash and grab. It's making a lot of money. Yeah. They're thieves. Yes. This is an organized crime operation is what this is. <laughs> Cambridge Analytica whistleblower Chris Wiley told the Senate Judiciary Committee that the voter profiling company was trying, that's Cambridge Analytica, was trying to suppress the black vote and prey on racial biases. Wiley testified that Cambridge Analytica harvested the data of up to 87 million Facebook users without their permission and used the data to fight a culture war. Yes. That's kind of like Charles Manson in his race war. Remember that? <laughs> That's right. He was trying to by provoke people yeah. to fight against each exactly. other. That was so, Helter Skelter. Yeah. Yeah, this is Helter Skelter. This is Helter Skelter. By the way, Wiley said it was on the menu. If you came in as a political campaign. Yeah, Chris Wiley, the yeah, whistleblower. Chris Wiley, yeah. He was asked, was it an option for you to do this to suppress African-American voting? He said, yeah, it was on basically on the menu. Yeah. You want to do yeah. that? We can do that. The Cambridge Analytica family was founded by billionaire Robert Mercer. Trump's former advisor, Steve Bannon of Breitbart News, was one of the families, the Manson family's key strategists. Right. And the Mercer family was the largest contributor, single contributor to the campaign for Donald Trump to be president. A special team with Betsy DeVos's education department tasked with investigating fraud at for-profit colleges Mm -hmm. has been virtually eliminated. Yes. Ending investigations into for-profit schools where members of DeVos's special team had worked. So the thieves yeah. stopped investigating themselves. Right. This what happened. Right. Yeah. And, and the criminal part of all of this stuff, in addition to the fact that these guys are con artists and ripoffs and all the rest of it, is U.S. taxpayers are, are essentially subsidizing these private colleges, yeah. these for-profit colleges. Not only are they ripping off people trying to be educated, but we're actually underwriting them to a large degree. Among the investigations that is ground to a halt is one into DeVry Education Group. Last year, DeVos named a former dean of DeVry as the supervisor of the team investigating DeVry and other for-profit colleges. (laughs) (laughs) The new director of the Federal Trade Commission's Consumer Protection Unit, a watchdog with broad investigative powers over private companies, has recently represented Facebook, Uber and Equifax, all companies with matters before the commission, and plans to recuse himself from dozens of cases now that he's been confirmed to the post of the director of the Federal Trade Commission. In 2012, Andrew Smith, that's his name, was also part of the legal team that defended AMG Services, the payday lender founded by the convicted racketeer Scott Tucker, whose predatory practices against impoverished borrowers eventually led to the $1.3 billion court-ordered settlement, the biggest in FTC's history. More thieves. More thieves. More thieves. (laughs) Clinics that provide abortions or refer patients to places that do would lose federal funding under a new Trump rule that takes direct aim at Planned Parenthood, The policy would be a return to one instituted in 1988 by Reagan that required abortion services to have a physical separation and separate personnel from other family planning activities. The Senate Judiciary Committee released hundreds of pages of interviews, including from Donald Trump Jr., that reaffirm accounts of a critical meeting between 
the Trump campaign brass and Russians at Trump Tower in June 2016 that Trump Jr. and his compatriots sought dirt offered to them on Hillary Clinton. That's right. The committee also announced that it agreed with the intelligence community's assessment that Russia sought to interfere in the 2016 election to help Trump and hurt Hillary. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, Trump's lawyer and Count Chocula lookalike, Rudy Giuliani, said he'd been told by the special counsel's office that they did not believe they could indict a sitting president, which I think is BS. Why would the special counsel say that? Could have been somebody on the side. It's Department of Justice regulation you can't. It's not carved in stone. No, no one has any... ever really challenged this. You can be subpoenaed. Yeah. Okay, there's no doubt about it. You can be an unindicted co-conspirator, yeah. right? There are a lot of other avenues to pursue on the part of Robert Mueller in which to bring to account what Trump has been doing. And he can just hand the indictment over him, too. He can say, okay, we're not going to indict now. We have enough evidence to indict the president. But since we can't, we're going to wait until he's out of office. <laughs> Former Secretary of State Rex Tillerson trolled Trump. Mm-hmm. Pretty much calling him a liar. Took him that long to notice, I guess. Now he's got enough distance to be able to say exactly. this, and it doesn't have the same impact if he'd done it the day after he he walked out of the office. Well, it shows you what everybody else within the administration may be thinking right now. Yeah. They think he's a liar, but they'll wait until they lose their job before they'll right. say it. He's working on a book. Trump acknowledged he made a six-figure payment to his attorney, Michael the Fixer Cohen, as a reimbursement for a hush money payment Cohen made to porn star Stormy Daniels. He acknowledged that now. He made the payment. He had to. Yeah. The disclosure came as part of a complaint against Trump filed by the government's ethics office, which directly contradicts a sworn statement of a year ago. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Saying he's a liar, Rex. Yeah. Yeah. He is a liar. He's always been a liar. He's always been a a liar for the last 30 years. (laughs) And what? You're all just noticing? Yeah. Panel of judges. I got to calm down. I know. I know. But it angers me. It should. It should. Panel of judges determined that Maricopa County, Arizona, was liable for almost $100 million in damages related to racial profiling and other misconduct by former county sheriff and racist Joe Arpaio, yeah. that Trump pardoned. I don't think the trial was over when he pardoned him. Well, he likes to pardon racists. I think. Yeah, he yeah. does. Yeah, if he's... you're black, <laughs> you ain't going to get pardoned. If you're Mexican, In my you're opinion. a murderer. Yeah. Or an animal. Yeah. <sighs> the parent company of Fox News reached a $10 million settlement over a series of racial and gender discrimination lawsuits involving current and former employees of the network. The settlement includes a lawsuit filed by Fox anchor Kelly Wright and other employees alleging abhorrent, intolerable, unlawful, and hostile racial discrimination. Mm -hmm. So I guess they just noted. We've been been looking at this network for what, 20 years, 30 years? When have they not been this way? That's right. Michigan State University reached a half billion dollar deal to settle a case brought by 332 women who were sexually assaulted by former USA gymnastics team doctor Larry Nasser, many of them as children. Earlier this year, Nasser was sentenced to multiple prison terms of up to 175 years for sexually abusing 
athletes over decades. <sighs> in North Carolina, thousands of teachers dressed in red filled the streets of Raleigh around the state capitol, calling for more funding for public education and a statewide plan to reduce large class sizes. The protest follows similar actions by teachers in West Virginia, Oklahoma, Kentucky, Arizona, and Colorado. Little howl out for the Mahler. You got something there, boy? Come on. That's right. That's right. Here's to the teachers. That's right. In New York City, a Brooklyn man who spent 17 years behind bars for a murder he did not commit burst into tears as a judge vacated his conviction on murder charges. John Bunn, who's now 41 years old, was just 14 when he was arrested and charged with killing an off-duty prison guard, which he didn't do. Bunn is one of nearly a dozen people most of them black men who have been exonerated based on false identification evidence brought by disgraced former New York Police Department detective Lou Scarcella. Dozens more convictions based on Scarcella's evidence are under review. Wow. And the company controlled by the family of Jared Kushner is close to receiving a bailout of its troubled flagship building in Midtown Manhattan, 666 Fifth Avenue by a company with financial ties to Qatar. Yes. You got to wonder what was up with that. Well, huh? there's a whole backstory. Yeah. We don't have time to go yeah, into on that. So China's involved in the backstory. Yes. Yeah. As is the blockade by the Saudis of yeah. this out of the blue thing that happened after Kushner had visited Saudi Arabia. So the question is, what deal did Trump have to pull with either Qatar yeah. or China right. or a group of businessmen representing yeah. both countries yeah. to get his son-in-law's Midtown Manhattan building out his of His 666 building in Midtown yeah. Manhattan. I'll just go out on the record right now and say, I think this is going to be the deal that really wow. might bring down. We'll hold you to that, All right, Mike. hold me to it. Mahler and I will hold you to Please that. Please do. Tell you. Yeah. Yeah. That's this right. might be the we'll one. Hold you. And it'll be interesting to see if he chucks... Jared overboard, under the bus, whatever you want to say, in order to save his own skin. And finally, in Australia, biologists are racing against the clock to save a newly discovered species of marsupials from extinction. The male black-tailed dusky antechinus and the silver-headed antechinus are known for their suicidal mating habits. The negative effects of climate change drought have weakened the little critter's stamina for their 14-hour marathon mating sections. What? During its sex session, the male antechinus attempts to hang on to so many female mates and fight off so many rivals that he sometimes ends up producing lethal levels of testosterone. <laughs> You can subscribe to the Weekly Signals Weekly Review podcast at weeklysignals.com. Weeklysignals.com. Subscribe now.